Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. You're on SENZ. This is Ricardo Ball in for Ian Smith. And uh, joining us out of uh, Paris Airport is Nicole Murray, our latest two-time world champion, because that happens all the time. Nicole, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, our pleasure, mate, our pleasure. Thanks for making time. Uh, when you got to Paris, what was your what was your goal? What What did you and your team think was realistic for you to achieve here? Yeah, well, at this um, track world champs, we all just wanted to, well, me, I just wanted to um, further my personal best, and um, I would be happy if I jumped back on the podium for some of those events. Um, for Devin Rogers, it was his first track champ, so um, he was just wondering, wanting to give it his best and see what he had, and, um, you know, it turns out we had a couple of medals in him, so that's pretty exciting. Um Anna Taylor, she's had a bit of a rough year and to, for her to manage to get on the podium is just amazing and I'm just so happy for her. Um, and yeah, the rest of the team was all just looking to, you know, crash, smash their personal best and um, place as high as they can to get some points for um, the Paralympic Games in a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's of course what, uh, you know, this is, a, this is a great dress rehearsal for, a same city, etc. I mean, your PB yeah. <laughs> versus what you achieved here, what, what was the difference for you? Well, I mean, I guess it's hard to um, quantify that in the races that I actually meddled in because they were races against people and not time. Mm. Um, unfortunately, in the time events, I didn't actually beat my personal test, so it's a bit frustrating. But um, I took away a lot of lessons and I'm actually quite, you know, it's given me a lot of fire to get stuck back in some training when I get home. So I'm just going to use that to push myself harder and, um, you know, just tighten the focus on what I need to work on. Um, and for the... The scratch race, um, I was against maybe 12 other competitors and it was um, 40 laps around the track in the velodrome. And um, I think it was just a really good opportunity to uh, learn a little bit more about tactics and learn more about my competitors too because a lot of these girls are going to be at the games as well. So it's just good to learn how they ride, who you want to watch for and who you want to stay away from. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that's uh, something that, you know, as someone who's not a cyclist, you you think uh, all your training is mm-hmm. a lot of road work, a lot of track work, that sort of thing. Maybe working on starts, hitting the gym, but tactically, I mean, how how I don't know how that works for you. I mean, is that whiteboard sessions? I mean, how 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 do you figure that stuff out? I guess it's a bit like playing chess out there. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, to be honest, I feel like uh, that's the trickiest thing for anyone to learn, especially if you're based in New Zealand. Um, I'm the only woman's B5 uh, paracyclist in the country, so pretty limited on competition. <laughs> um, but we do our best. We, we race against anyone else who's, you know, able-bodied cyclists and take what we can from those races. Um, there is a little bit of um, whiteboard sessions, as you say. Not not much, but just, you know, sprinkled here and there. Um, we often will uh, look at recorded racing and um, talk about what went wrong, what went right, and... Um, also, just knowing our competitors, if they're, um, say, two from um, Britain in a race, 
we'll know that they're likely to work together and talk about um, some of the moves that they might pull to just watch out for and not fall into any traps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you talked uh, um, about the scratch race, obviously, where you, where you won gold, but you also won the gold in the Omnium, that which you've just been talking about, which is a bunch of different disciplines all thrown together. Um, mm. Out of that, I mean, you got your, your you know, your 200 metres, which is basically just a sprint. You've got the 500 metre time trial, the individual pursuit, and the scratch that's all combined in there. I mean, is, is the scratch your strongest yeah. discipline out of those four? <laughs> No, I would have actually said that it's my weakest. I mean, in the past, I don't think I've ever placed anywhere like better than sixth or anything like that. So um, this was quite a shock. But I mean, looking back at the year I've had with all the um, the world opening back up with COVID going away, well, you know, it's not going away, but races being allowed to happen again, it's it's been a good uh, year for me to just get better at tactics on the road, and that transferred really well to the scratch race and the track, um, especially you know getting to know my competitors as I said so. Um, yeah, that was that was really useful, and it turns out that um, all the road races we've had this year just came in handy. <laughs> yeah, well, you were at Tokyo as well, right? So, I mean, how much did that experience help you be successful here? I it was just oh, the road race at Tokyo was just unlike any race I've ever had. I mean, it was like on on a raceway, you know. So um, the camber of those roads is just so different to anything that you find in a traditional road race. Mm. Um, and it was actually pouring with rain, so it was like uh, biking through a bit of a stream. <laughs> um, I mean, it was good to, like, you know, learn more about my competitors again. Um, and I think it also helped me to just kind of get a little bit braver because that, you know, we hit some of those corners pretty fast and your elbow to elbow with some of the girls. And um, I think that takes a while to build your confidence in. And on the track, it's 43 degrees in the corners, quite steep, so... Being able to hold your nerve is really important when you're in those tricky situations, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned uh, the training and the fitness as well. I mean, the improvement for you on that front, I mean, it, it's not just how fast you go on the bike, right? But, I mean, if you're physically fit, then mentally you fatigue later. Is, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. I think, yeah, being um, a bit stronger this year, you know, <laughs> progressing has helps me to keep a clear ahead in the scratch race and the road races and you're not just like hanging on the back of the group staying in someone's slipstream and just trying to hang on to their life you know you, just, you can um, kind of look at the way the bunch is moving and think about the course ahead of you and you can kind of guess what's going to happen especially if you know the girls that you're racing with a little bit better you know who's going to make a breakaway and you don't want to stay close to the end <laughs> so that you can work with them to keep the gap between you and the bunch you've just broken away from. And um, if you do it good enough, you can kind of break the hope of the, the bunch you've broken away from from catching up with you, you know? Yeah. It's, it's quite tricky to explain, but, um, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, does, you, you mentioned that, you know, the uh, the other races uh, where you, you were aiming for your, to try and beat your PBs, you didn't go as well as you'd hoped, and, you know, the Omnium and the mm. Scratch weren't something that you expected to to meddle in. Uh, does that mean, from your point of view, you have to kind of go away and have a little bit of a think about where you actually are best suited and maybe pivot the way you, you the way you train and the way you set up so that come the Paris Olympics uh, that you can meddle again in these disciplines? 
Yeah, I think without making excuses, I can kind of see why I didn't do super well in those events. I unfortunately caught a virus that I just recovered from in time for this competition. So I think that impacted the timed events because you can't really hide behind tactics when it's just you and the clock. So um, I'm not too worried about that going forward. Like I still took lessons from it just in terms of um, my execution of the 3K pursuit. Like I think I went out a little bit too fast and I would have liked to have been a little bit more, um, uh, what's the word? <laughs> Sorry, my brain is, is leaving me. <laughs> um, consistent on those split times. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, in, in that race, the idea is that every lap you go around, the, the coach calls out your, your split, the milliseconds. So I was aiming for um, 18.2 milliseconds split. So he'd call out 8.2 and I was a little bit inconsistent with that. So, um Hopefully, in the future, um, with a bit more work, I'll, I'll be a look better at executing that all smoother. Yeah, yeah. Now, Nicole, I'm, I'm aware that you uh, you have a gate time uh, rapidly approaching, and you need to you need to get moving uh, so you can actually get home. Yeah. Um, uh, but but what uh, the, between now and uh, now in Paris, uh, what's what's the plan for you, and what's the goal? Hmm. I think we're definitely going to put a lot of focus into working out a better adaptation for me on the bike. Um, one other good thing to come out of these competitions is you can kind of have a look at what the other girls are using. Um, a lot of the girls in my classification are hand amputees, just like me, yep. and everyone gets pretty creative and kind of forges their own path and what they use to transfer their force into the bike. So um, we, we had a look and we decided we could maybe go back to <laughs> the garage and um, try and sort something out. So we're going to try and work on that. Um, obviously just continuing to build stress and um, continue working on my technical experience as well. So um, I'll be racing with some able-bodied athletes and things like that once I get back and, um, yeah, just continuing to keep hitting it hard and working with the team to do our best. Nicole Murray, a double gold medal winning uh, champion at the Worlds. How does does that feel? How long is that going to take to sink in, do you think? Oh, I think, I honestly don't think I'll really let it fully sink in until I can actually see my friends and family. But I think the funny thing about it is you, I, I don't feel how much of a deal it is until I can see it, like, reflected in someone else's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm obviously super proud. Um, yeah. But... I think it will be it'll be really cool to get home and celebrate with you. Yeah, yeah, indeed. <laughs> I'm well, pretty excited for that. We'll, we'll let you do that. So you've got uh, we'll let you go. So you've got time to uh, to hit the duty free properly, so you can celebrate properly when you get home, mate. <laughs> uh, but uh, safe yeah. ju- safe duty home, and, and thanks very much for your time. Oh no, thank you so much for having me. This was great. Thank you. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato, and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Maccas, together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.